Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time just like me, and also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Fiori is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. First cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and joining me to break down all things round two in Mexico, it's him, it's Greg Ducharme. What's going on, Greg? Oh, all good stuff, Rick. I'm loving the new backdrop, by the way. It looks yeah, good. I'm in nice a different room. room. Uh, so we tried to get it, you know, reoriented, still be golfy, still have the shelf, still have all the stuff. Yeah, we did an okay job. Yeah, it looks good. I like the screen. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll see how that goes for for the time being. You and I just uh, live watched John Rahm's putt lip out on 16, and we had the same exact reaction. Mine was three seconds later because I'm (laughs) but uh, man, he just made another bogey. Yeah, and he still looks great uh, by all accounts. Maybe that helps you out with the odds, but it's not going to help much because this guy looks really good right now. Um, I was on your site earlier this week, just actually yesterday, because John Rahm led the field and strokes gain off the tee. Mm-hmm. And he's only there's only been four events, four measured events where he's lost strokes off the tee. That's it. That is insane. And Wait, so my my first bad. thought with him is he is the best driver of the golf ball on the PGA Tour since uh, since four rounds, four events since when? 2017. I knew I knew he was in the midst of like 29 in a row or something like that. Yeah, but he had two stretches like that. I mean, there was a stretch from uh, off the top of my head. I forget the event. I want to say the 17 Zurich. Um. I think it went to the night. It was so, uh, sometime in early 17 to the 19 Zurich. Jeez. And, and then he's done it again. He's done it again from the 2019 tour championship all the way to now. Right. It's a, it's incredible. I, I was blown away and I kept scrolling down say like he's got it. There must've been a stretch of bad. No, there's no stretch of bad. So then I looked at his page, his PGA tour page check out some of you know where is he finished every year 
he's been inside the top five in strokes gain off the tee every year of his career. So, I mean, that is the definition of a player being elite at something. And I think that's why he had a, you know, a long stay at world number one and probably will again at some point. Yeah, he's 11th uh, in driving distance, 44th in accuracy. There you go. If you're watching on YouTube, Jacob's scrolling through his his uh, player profile on my website. Um, the We don't talk about that, though, do we, Greg? No. Like, if I say, what's John Rahm's best attribute? I mean, I guess maybe I'd say driving, but this is this is un, ungodly what he's doing. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's just full of green. And one of those one of those four events was like minus 0.29 or something. Yeah, it was barely it's a not lot. even red. There are only three red events <laughs> on, on your site. It's uh, it's it's just incredible. And I have a very clear answer now. If anybody ever asked me that question again, I know the answer clear cut. It's driving. Well, as we chat right now, he's playing the 17th hole. He's 11 under par in round two. He is currently one shot ahead of Alex Smalley, who's still out on the golf course, two shots ahead of guys like Adam Long and Andrew Novak, who are in the clubhouse at nine under. And Greg, he's, he's looking for that first win since Torrey Pines, the 2021 U.S. Open. Odds makers like the way he's setting up uh, for, for the weekend. You look at the the lack of experience and winning uh, that has been done in guys that are trying to chase him down. I, I I really hate to hand trophies to guys on Friday afternoon, but Vegas is at least trying to. Is this is this the uh, the Vince Carter gif? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it just it looks so good, but at the same time, the lead is not enough for this to be over. It's not. I mean, if he goes out and and doesn't perform on the greens the way he has so far, um, this this could be trouble. I mean, there are birdies out there, even though the golf course has shown some teeth, it, it's, um, it, it's gettable. And, it, and the thing is there is, there doesn't seem to be the distance separator. Some long guys have had success, but yeah. this is a big question that I had coming into the week. Is it going to be the really solid ball striker or is it going to be the, uh, is it going to be the long hitter? And right now it seems to be a mix, a healthy mix of both and even some putting guys in there. So it, it uh, um, that to me opens the door for a lot of players to play well over the weekend. And what that means is John Rob's going to have to, he's going to have to continue to make birdies, especially if he keeps dropping shots. He, I mean, he's going to have to go win this thing and nobody's going to give it to him at this point. Yeah. And he's uh, in the greenside bunker, kind of an awkward spot on 17. That's not an easy up and down. So if he drops another one there, goes down to 10 under par. We'll see what he does. But I, I, I'm i not ready to give him the trophy yet, Greg, just because of the sheer number of chasers. There's a bunch of guys at nine, a bunch of guys at eight, a couple guys out on the golf course uh, at seven under par. And we've seen this. Someone's going to have a ceiling weekend. Like someone's going to shoot two low rounds on the weekend. Maybe it's John Rahm. Maybe it's Jonathan Bird. Maybe it's Adam Long. So I think the, the biggest concern for me not being ready to hand John Rom the trophy is just there's so many guys who could go out and have a ceiling weekend and just kind of steal this thing. And how do you pick them? I mean, you go to guys who have done really well in tropical uh, places, like Alex Smalley comes to mind. Andrew Novak has done really well in some of these tropical venues. You have some long hitters like Trey Molinax, who, uh, Kurt Kitayama, who could be a factor on the weekend. And then you also, uh, Camp Champ, can't forget about that. I know you liked him coming Come into on, the week. Baby. Let's go. 
So I guess for me, the lean would be guy other. You're not going to put anything down on Rom right now. So the lean for me would be guys I liked coming into the week, and that would be an Alex Smalley and Aaron Rye. Um, uh, to take your uh, your guy, Cam Champ, would be another, I think, really good option. And Sebastian Munoz would be an option as well. I think like a Lahiri, who's at six under, um, I don't know if he's going to have enough to, uh, you know, really charge and, and close the gap. But it, um, it, he's another guy I liked heading into the weekend. Patrick Rogers is there, a great driver of the ball at seven under par. So you have this really big mix. And I guess the strategy is you go with guys you liked coming into the week. Yeah, I think it's fair. Uh, we're nearly two rounds in the books. How have you enjoyed this golf course? I think we kind of, I think we did a pretty good job assessing it. It looks like it's in absolutely pure condition. Yeah, I, I mean, you never know what you're going to get on. I mean, you know, it's going to be a nice golf course, but you don't know what you're going to get challenge wise and difficulty wise. And it has shown some teeth. Um, there have been some mistakes made and you gotta be, you gotta be careful, even though there are a lot of birdie holes out there, the long holes have been, you know, some of them are, are a challenge. So I've liked, I've liked the golf course overall. I guess the big question for you, the thing I wanted to ask you is when you assess the model heading forward into the week, is it the same that you had earlier in the week where distance will prevail here or, or have you seen something that surprised you? Well, I, I think there is at least some anecdotal evidence that uh, long drivers are doing better than maybe you would expect. The anecdotes would be Cam Champ, who, again, outside of the Masters, has not really been good this year. Brandon Hagee has not yep. been great. He's eight under par. Patrick Rogers has not even been kind of the version of himself. He hits it a long way. So I think there is, you know, Trey Mullinax as well. Um, which by the way, I did not, I called that a, a, a tricky up and down for John Rahm. He just hit it to about six inches. So I'll, I'll tap yeah. that one in for par. So I think there's at least some anecdotal evidence that, uh, long drivers are doing better than their own baseline, but that does not fit Adam long. It doesn't fit, you know, some of these other guys like Scott Brown. So, I mean, I think there's, I think it's a little bit of both. I'm, I'm comfortable with the way that we've assessed this coming in and could continue to do that moving forward. So uh, when you when you assess the board right now, who is the guy that sticks out to you? Are you sticking with Champ here? Are you you doubling down on him? Are you going to somebody like a um, like a, a you know maybe a Kurt Kitayama who's su- yeah. kind of surprisingly long? So yeah, Kitayama was re- he's like really athletic. He, he's really athletic. He hits it a lot further than than you think he does. I I I want Champ to come through. He's fourteen to one. The the problem is, I and I was telling Jacob this before we went hot. I have seen Cam Champ have about nine seven footers for par this week, and I swear to you, Greg, he has made every single one of them. And I am just waiting for that to come crashing down. I'm very, very concerned about that. Um, Kitayama is a little bit exciting. I I know he's probably too far back, but uh, the model kind of loves Kevin Na. Unfortunately, he's like six shots back at the moment. He's in at five under par, but he is like he is not putting nearly to the expectation that Kevin Na would. So I think Na moves up the leaderboard on the weekend, but he's probably too far back to win. I worry Champ goes in the other direction, and I would not be surprised if Kitayama made a run. Yeah, I, I the other guy that I really like. Uh, is is still Alex Smalley? Yeah, but I just I I that number is crazy, and it's because he's in second. He's playing too well right now. Um, five under so far on his second nine with two holes to go. 
he's just playing too well for me to really get it, get it, want to get involved there. But I like what he's done because the putting had, he's a really good ball striker and he's hitting it well enough. And the putting has been better, which was kind of the, well, maybe he gets on these past Palom greens and he performs a little better and that's happened, but it's, it's almost been too good so far. So I, I have, I, I guess when I look at it, I like Aaron Rye. I, I'm very interested in Hagee. I mean, he's only yeah. hit like two fairways today, but I, I, I mean, it, that still worries me kind of like champ worries you uh, and, and champ would be the other guy who I, I worry a little less about the, um, about having all the par putts. I, I think he can clean it up. I hope so. Greg. Well, when you look at that, some of those notables that we were just talking about, uh, Aaron Rise, 28 to 1 over at Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, Cam Champ is 14 to 1. Alex Smalley is 9 to 1. And Greg, John Rahm is even money against the field before he has completed his second round. And it's not like he's five or six clear. He is at the moment one shot clear. So that is literally Caesar saying it is John Rahm versus the field. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I would have to lean, I, I in a way, would have to lean the field. I mean, d- just because of the sheer quantity. Uh, and you're at this point now where if you didn't invest in ROM before the event, um, this is not the time to do it. No. So, look, is John Rom going to win this tournament? There's a, a very fair likelihood that he will. But I, I think, uh, I think trying to pick out a couple guys that you liked previously in the field is probably the smart way to go. Yeah. Even if, um, so I guess the good news is that when you have a guy like John Rom in this field is if you think the answer to the question of Rom versus the field is the field, you're getting great odds on everyone else, right? It's right. You don't have another big name basically because there is not another one in this field um, who is also lurking, who's kind of eating into all of this. You can get, Anyone you want is 12 to one or longer. In fact, John Rom just moved to minus 120, Alex Smalley to 12 to one. So if you believe the answer, Greg, is the field, there is value to be had on this Friday night. Yeah. And and that value, keep an eye on that value. What, what, how does Alex Smalley finish? Um, how does Sebastian Munoz finish? He's another really interesting guy on this board. And if you, if you get into a place where they're within four of the lead, and you like them coming into the week and you like the number, then I, I think it's worth it. It's a, it's a great point, Rick. Cam champ, five feet for par. Oh, he made another one, Greg. Oh my God. He just could not miss those. Unbelievable. I, is- I don't think that's a bad sign. I think it means he's in, I mean, if it's 30 footers that are going in like crazy, that's one thing, but inside of 10 feet, it, it's an area you have to be really good to win out here. And I think that's a sign that he's feeling pretty good about a stroke. All right, well, he's going to 18, which for him, he should get after. So hoping uh, hoping he can post something and uh, keep himself in contention as the weekend begins. And of course, Greg, you and I and the rest of the First Cut crew will be back after each and every round of uh, this week's Mexico Open to break it all down. But for now, we'll put a pin in it. Give a big thanks to producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. I'll let you know that Greg Ducharme can be found on Twitter at the real GFD and you can find me at Rick run good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.